The following is a paid placement promotion for Portland Peloton people playing pinochle in purple pants. Please. Well, good morning, everybody, or afternoon, or whatever part of the equinox that you see this, <laughs> whatever part of the winter solstice you decide to enjoy, or not enjoy this, I don't know. I'm speaking to you from the bowels of the hotel here. It's kind of a, it's kind of a uh, overlook hotel thing going on here. It's got a big giant lobby with a big giant tree and then you keep going down into the basement area and you get to the free breakfast but without further ado I will say it's been a very eventful trip and uh, we managed to hike in between a lot of rain we got lucky we ate some good food. We uh, we kept it weird. It's a weird place. Portland is uh, Portland is exactly what it makes itself out to be. You know, it's like the like the Dennis Green the Dennis Green news conference when he was with the when he was with the Arizona Cardinals and the Bears beat him. They are who they said they were. <laughs> but, uh, again, yes, this, uh, there's something about the, the dirtiness of this city that I really like. Like, it's a different, it's a connection. Like, uh, it needs to be maintained. The filth and the grime needs to be maintained. So I'm going to probably start a crowdfunding site that'll we're crowdfunding a round of crown crowdfunding that will um, enable somebody something or some entity to just keep throwing garbage into the streets and uh, promoting I, I, we saw um, was yesterday when we were getting coffee over at Stumptown <clears throat> uh, there was a guy that walked by in a zoot suit um, he looked like he had just come from, uh, an audition from Guys and Dolls, but he was walking down the street, I think, I don't know, maybe he was going to get a donut or go indoor skydiving, who knows, but, but yeah, this is a fun place, and, uh, I'm gonna splice in our, our little one-on-one -on -one interview that we had last night before we made our way out to uh, to go get to go get dinner. So without further ado, enjoy. <laughs> okay. At Powell's books today, there was a little uh, it was like a tiny like little like six page book, but it was like someone's comic of uh, Marcy basic is Marcy peppermint patties. Yeah, friend? Marcy. Yeah. Yeah, it was her basically like confessing her love to peppermint patties. What? Yeah. That's I'm cool. I'm about to show it to you. That's so cool. Yeah. I wonder if we can do this up here. There you go. So, was it a graphic novel? 
it was like a comic, like a comic. Yeah, like just like the peanut strips. Like a comic book comic. Yeah. Not a graphic novel. No. That's wild. Yeah. And the whole thing is just Marcy declaring yeah. her love for Pepper and Pat. I think it was called "Is This Love, Sir," and then it said apologies to Charles Schulz. That's so Portland weird. Huh? Mm -hmm. That's so Port Powell's book. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, like there's there's weird and then there's Portland weird. I've yeah, exactly. Deduced. So. And the Portland weird is also normal. How about clink? Clink. All right. So we're indulging in happy hour at the at the sweets here before we head out for dinner. Yep, yep. Did you know there's a there's caverns or like underground caverns in this town as well? Really? Yeah. They, they used to run. I think it was. Uh, I remember right, it was, it might have been like a Chinese slave trade thing. Really? Yeah, and then there's like whole underground tunnels like throughout this entire town. Hmm. Yeah. I may be off base on the Chinese slave trade thing. It might just be prostitution. It's some kind of shady underground yeah. gambling process, you know, some kind of subterranean lifestyle thing. That's interesting. Did you know there are tunnels under UCLA that are like accessible, but they don't tell you about them? So you can go down there? Oh yeah. What's down there? Nothing. I think it used to be like steam tunnels. And they used to be a lot more accessible. Like you can like get into them through I think like some like some door that's usually just closed off in Kirkhoff. Usually it's locked, but sometimes people leave it unlocked. Yeah. And then there are like other little entrances, but they don't really you have to go on like the UCLA subreddit to find them, you know? You have to go where? On the UCLA subreddit. Have to go online and find oh, people who've already gone in there. They don't volunteer the information. No. But there's no functioning reason for them to mm -hmm. be down there. So you just go down there and it's kind of like a little exploration yeah. of sorts. They used to do uh, tours of them. Did you go they down there? No, we haven't found them yet. Oh. Keep forgetting. Okay. So, brief summary of the trip up to this point, which we've decided, <laughs> we've decided now this is going to be a yearly thing. We're going to come up here for our Christmas shopping mm -hmm. and we're gonna probably stay here on Southwest Pine Street <laughs> the Embassy Suites and because there's a cool little restaurant in here and then across the street is coffee and donuts and then across the other way is uh, well everything's within like half a mile like pretty much all the tourists is right oh the there. bookstore yeah uh -huh. yeah that was a pr that was pretty impressive that bookstore I like, like I don't get all I don't get all that excited about bookstores. Yeah. But because uh, I usually go there and I get disappointed. Yeah. Because I go to the yeah. big chain, and they never have anything, but they can order. Well, I don't. I want to look at it. You know. Wanna, you know. Yeah. Books are like an emotional, like emotive, like touching, like uh, what do you call that? Uh, like a tactile. Tactile. Yeah. 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 And uh, so I like to read like. The, you know, the commentary or, or like a foreword or just, mm -hmm. you know, so the order is kind of like, nah, but I hear Too impersonal. Although I was surprised, even though it was huge, it was mm -hmm. like, how many total floors are there? Like three floors? I think it might've been four. Four? Because there's one underneath, one above, and then another one above that. So I think it was like four stories total. And then every level there was some poor guy, like, look, 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 like he was stationed in some kind of bulletproof, like <laughs> toll booth. Waiting yeah. to get give information to other nerds. <laughs> this nerd center was all like, it was all like, a, like socially awkward, you know, people that were just, you know, proportionally overweight with ratty beards and stuff. But it was cool. A lot of 
Uh, fine, good-looking girls, though. Surprise, uh -huh. yeah. And they all looked very similar. Like it was like yeah. you thought of. A girl who's going to be in a bookstore in Portland, you would think of that. I wouldn't. Those were like, I mean, <laughs> I love my lady, but they were, I don't know, there's a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people, so I guess yeah. law of averages. Is that was the thing, there was a lot of people, yeah. But, um, but I was surprised that I still couldn't find, there's, there's been two books I've been, I was, I've been looking for forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, they might not even be in print, maybe, but I figured if they would be anywhere off the rack, it would be there. Yeah. And it was um, by the this author, his name is Nick Tos Toshis, or Toscus, mm -hmm. and he's a, uh, he's a journalist, but he's also like a music bio writer, and he's written uh, what they consider to be like probably the greatest biography ever written for uh, in, the music, in the music world, mm -hmm. and it was about Jerry Lee Lewis called Hellfire. Hmm. Which I'm just dying to read that, like, because yeah. you know it's, because you know it's like it's gonna be wacky, like yeah. it's really weird, you know. Because Jerry Lewis is like really out there. Yeah. Did you know, um, you know, Jimmy Swaggart was his cousin. Really. You know who Jimmy Swaggart is? Yeah. Yeah, they're cousins. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. It is, and it, but at the same, at the same time, it kind of makes sense because uh -huh. like. Jimmy Swaggart's the one that got caught with prostitutes yeah. and then Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin and yeah. 13-year-old cousin. I'm like, so man, like, dude, like, not only did you marry your cousin, but she's only <laughs> but 13. She like, you're a sick fuck. But, but Dia also wrote another biography that was supposed to be really good called, uh, about Dean Martin called Dino. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have either, either of them in there. I was surprised. I, I figured I could at least have something. But, mm -hmm. and the only other, let's see, the other one I couldn't find was, uh, that I was surprised that I couldn't. Uh, actually, I take that back. There wasn't anything else that was kind of. Oh no, I was looking for a book by a guy named Jeff Dyer about. Uh, it's, a, it's supposed to be. It was recommended by the guy that wrote the Rene Redzepi book. Hmm. It's called uh, something about. The book is about him attempting to write a book about D. H. Lawrence and finding that it was impossible and it was hard, and it was like. I can't remember. I can't recall the title. It's on my phone, but I'm not going to look at. It. I'm not going to look yeah. for it. But anyway, uh, it's supposed to be really good. But uh, they didn't have that one either. That's very so, interesting. Did they have anything by those authors, or was it like more of the author? Uh, not well, exactly? when I when I lost you and then found you again, I was on my way to the music section. But I decided. Okay. But I don't think he's done any other musician books that I can recall. Yeah. It's other. It's all. It's all very. Like he's very. Uh, he's kind of a dark writer type he's kind of like a Charles Bukowski type if, okay. you, if you know what I mean mm -hmm. by that yeah kind of like in the city squalor type you know yeah and uh, like him and Anthony Bourdain were, were friends oh really which is very Anthony Bourdain like, yes yeah loving the squalor of the inner city and stuff yeah. you know which I love I love the squalor of this town yeah it, it's very fitting for you I like the mushy ground up. I like the mushy leaves out on yeah, the sidewalk. Yeah, you like that the sidewalk is it's made grime. up of grime. leaves. There's grime and everywhere. Yeah. Uh -huh. And weirdos and bums and like guys wearing like you know, airplane goggles like walking across <laughs> the street, you know. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then that guy was wearing like, what was he wearing, like a zoot suit or something? Apparently. He was on his way to like a Al Capone yeah. convention or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, so our tradition then will be sometime whenever you get out of school or yeah. in December 
we'll either tr take the train or we'll drive up. We'll probably take the train next year. Yeah, we'll that'd make, be interesting. We'll make it a shopping trip. We'll just hit the, we'll hit the, you know, the, uh, we'll have like this, the, the established spots. We'll yeah. have to make our rounds and then, yeah, I think that's what it, I think that's what this initially turned out to be. Yeah. It's not necessarily like a <laughs> reconnaissance mission as much as it was like just kind of familiarizing yourself with stuff that you kind of already knew. Yeah. Without looking like a tourist, but still a little <laughs> bit of a tourist. Like yeah. you just kind of give in because we're gonna hit the spots, but yeah. It's a, it's a very, uh, very colorful town. It is very uh, like that. Um, like that indoor market was bizarre, mm -hmm. and yeah. I liked it because it was like it took it took weird and then like ramped it up yeah. a, a, a couple extra levels, like yeah. with mushrooms and mushroom art. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it was like, do you want to buy a toilet seat base for four hundred dollars? Yeah, you do. A toilet seat base guitar. Yeah. Yes. You definitely do. And everyone there does. Like it was a deliberate push to be as weird as you can be. Mm-hmm. With carolers walking around. And mobile tattoo. Oh, that was hilarious! Yeah. And, uh, and carolers, yeah. Yeah. And just grime of the city man coming mm -hmm. in and out of that market just dealing with the grime of the city was I really connected with the grime yeah. <laughs> I could tell <laughs> yeah dancing around really spiritually yeah uh, well I wouldn't go that far <laughs> but to recount okay so to recount for our for all 21 of my listeners <laughs> so we started yesterday leaving about nine 30 probably yeah, from the house got up here by got in under the wire <laughs> 9.55 with well let me back up so instead of going straight up the 5 we took the scenic route we went up through the Redwoods went to Humboldt County stopped in at Haywan's Burritos I was I was kind of I was kind of uh, a little bummed out we couldn't go in mm -hmm. they really I was not surprised, but all the shops that had like their entry bar, yeah. you know, blockaded there. I was really surprised about because they've got a they've got the same kind of vibe there that they do here, only mm -hmm. to a smaller degree. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I ended up texting Liza, and uh, she works at the McDonald's there, and I was telling her, you know, I was going to stop in and say hi, and she said, well, I wouldn't have even been able to come in. Apparently, even the McDonald's is really outdoor only. So no you can't way. even go inside the McDonald's there. So I guess it's just everything there. Boy, but, they really, yeah. they really went whole hog on yeah, that. Yeah, apparently. So, I mean, it's super liberal. Yeah. I mean, it just, I guess it's, you gotta kind of, I don't know. Yeah, that was, that you was really unexpected. The, you can't really buck the system up there. Mm-hmm, yeah. It doesn't really, it doesn't go over well. <laughs> with the no. damn, the damn dreadlocks and the hippies, <laughs> you know. Mm. So, but, that was, that was a good burrito. Yeah. We got to see a little bit of the coast before we jammed in. And that, I'll tell you what, that was a, uh, a white knuckler of a drive. Mm -hmm. So coming from the 101, crossing the 199, we were going northeast. I've, I haven't been that way since uh, college. We used to go that way. Oh, really? When we went, yeah. up, when we went up to, uh, like, Oregon races. Okay. Like, we went, we went to, uh, I went up to a race, a cross-country race, called the it was the Willamette Invitational I believe is mm -hmm. what it was called and it was a five miler and we 
that's how we would come up as we would go straight up to 101 and cut over 199 and come out at Grants Pass and then shoot up to five all the way up to here oh, and then okay. we ran the race. Matter of fact, but I ran, in, in that race, I ran, uh, I ran 25, 31, five miles. Huh. Yeah. And I, I think I beat, the, uh, there's a guy named, there's a guy in the race that we took a picture with at the end of the race. His name's Henry Rono, and he used to have the he used to be the world record holder in the three thousand, mm -hmm. the three thousand steeple chase, the five thousand, and the ten thousand meters. Oh wow! All at the same time. Oh wow! When he was in college at Washington State, mm -hmm. but he's from Kenya. He was recruited. Oh uh, wow! He was recruited by Washington State because they're an ag school, and so yeah, they had like a they had like a uh, what do you call it? like a like a kind of a. Uh, pipeline, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I want. Is a pipeline from like the Nandi tribe in Kenya, which mm. they're all farmers. Yeah. And um, so they had this pipeline to Washington State, which is an ag school, and so yeah. they bring over these brilliant runners. Huh. Yeah, and he was he was like the best of the best of the best. In fact, wow. he is one of only. He was he's one of only. One, two, three. He's only he's one of only four guys to win the NCAA championships in cross country th three times. Oh wow! And and he did it in the same way that two of the other guys did: his freshman year, sophomore year, and his senior year. For some reason, all three of them. The other two was Steve <laughs> Prefontaine from Oregon, yeah. who we, who I showed you those murals at Kings yeah. Bay, and this kid Jerry Lingard, who also went to Washington State, which hmm. is weird. So they won their freshman year, which is unheard of. Wow. Like, like to win the NCAA Cross Country Championships, Division One as a freshman is yeah. unheard of. Like ridiculous, stupid. Like yeah. it, it rarely happened. But Henry Rona didn't know his own age though. Because mm -hmm. he's from a Kenyan tribe, right? Oh yeah. So he didn't he might have been he might have been a twenty two year old freshman. He might have been a twenty three year old yeah. freshman. He wasn't an eighteen year old freshman. Uh -huh. Anyway. But but he's also the world record holder in four four track events while he was at Washington State. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. But he was in that race that we ran up in the Willamette Invitational. Mm -hmm. And I think I beat him. But, wow. I mean, he was, this was like, yeah. he was long past his prime. He had, because he, he was an alcoholic. Oh, interesting. So he would run, like, he would, like, break the world record in the 10,000 meters at some race in, like, yeah. Europe. And then he'd go share, like, a bottle with some other Kenyan behind the stadium. Yeah. When he was done, yeah. He had, like, a little pot belly when we, when... Mm. We got a picture of he's missing his bottom uh, bottom front teeth because in the Nandi tribe they knock him out in case hmm. he get lockjaw. Interesting. So I guess lockjaw is a thing over there. Yeah. But, wow. But anyway, so uh, that whole story was just about why we went across <laughs> 199. <laughs> but uh, that important. rain just sucked and the oh, lack yeah. of visibility sucked. Yeah, I really don't understand that. So that was uh, that was tough. That was, yeah. That was rough. But we made it in 9:55, five minutes to spare. We got our food. It was we we planned accordingly. It was we ordered from Mother Mother's Bistro and Bar. It was pretty good food too for like mm -hmm. for like takeaway, huh? Yeah, it was a really good apple crisp. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very particular about my apple crisps. That was a really good. One. <laughs> I'm very stringent about my yep. apple crisps. I'm a bit of an expert. It's really good. Then we then we sat up. We sat up and chatted, and you and you knitted. Yep. And I smoked pot <laughs> in the bathroom of a hotel. That's how our night went. 
And then, uh, yeah, by midnight we were out. Yeah. <laughs> but then, bright and early next morning, well, after I woke <laughs> up at 3.30 in the morning, and fell back asleep, and then you got up, and then I, and then you fell back asleep, <laughs> and then we got up, we finally, the time we get out, like 9 something? 9.30ish. Okay. Yeah. And made our way to power. That was, so, yeah, very pleased with how this trip's going. Yeah, yeah. Everything's been really interesting and very quality, you know? Mm-hmm. Pretty central for everything. Yeah, I could live here. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just need to say it a few more times to convince yourself, and then well, you're done. The only draw, I'll tell you the drawback, though, is like, the, like when I lived in Humboldt, it was so damp. Oh, yeah? It's just, that, that climate really, it wears on you. You have yeah. to be... You don't have to be that tough to do it. Obviously, thousands and millions of people do it, but... <laughs> but uh, it's an adjustment. Especially from, like, the valley dry yeah, that we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different. Because if you see a lot, like, a, a, a consistent overcast sky, it'll... Oh, yeah. It'll... You have to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. So... requires a little more vitamin D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... What was the high point so far for you? I think, like you, I was very pleasantly surprised by Kyle's books. Because I had been excited for that, but I'm always kind of underwhelmed by bookstores. Like, And I like to read, and I like books, but bookstores, like, you know, I know some people just get really excited by the idea of it, but usually it's just like, okay, yeah, that was neat, that was cool. But, like, that definitely surprised me. There was a lot more levels and layers to it than I expected. And there was, you know, a lot of, like really interesting local things and items and it was very cool and there was a little coffee shop in there with that was a local coffee shop that roasts their own beans and things like that that was very cool yeah so there was just so much more to it than I expected and like you were saying things that are a little less common that you wouldn't really expect to find I mean you said there's there's multiple Powell's books right uh according to that there is matter of fact in the city there's another yeah. Did I say there's another location in the city? But maybe okay. it's a smaller... Like, but yeah, I think that that one's the largest one, if anything. But that was still very interesting. And everyone there was super knowledgeable. And it was interesting to just, you know... It was kind of also like a, a bit of like a... Our first social exposure in Portland, you know? All the families coming in. All the people coming in shopping for Christmas gifts. All That's the, true, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely... like It, it doesn't look like it's a, a, a town that really got hit by the wave of... Uh, anxiety through the pandemic mm-hmm. and it, it's been it, it's been kind of characterized like that like yeah. just being a liberal, liberal well particularly when like the riots were happening and stuff like that like mm-hmm. everyone's like don't go to portland everything's burning yeah the town's burning down like <laughs> i see no evidence of that anywhere yeah but, I, I think it looks the same as it did then it, yeah yeah like the people just kind of adjust to like the extra filth yeah you know it's like okay well they needed to burn that building down anyway yeah <laughs> It was a bit of an eyesore. That one was starting to smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that was very interesting, and I really enjoyed that. I think it's been, like, I enjoy the weather. I think that I I really like the, the occasional clouds, at least. There's never enough of that. But it's also, you know, breeds a particular mood and a particular feeling. So that's interesting. One thing that Which I... Which is nice to have. Yes. Periodical. Yes, not, exactly. Not, not continuously. So. <laughs> Don't know what my 
brain would do in that case. Yeah. But it, uh, it's been interesting to me, like, you know, Portland is larger than I remembered and larger than I thought. I always think of it as being a lot smaller of, a, of an urban town. Yeah. But it's also surprising how empty it seems when we're out walking around, but how busy it is in, like, all the little spots we've been to, you know, where yeah. it's just, like, these people are just hiding places, you know? Like, and then they just show up. Yeah. But it's a very quiet town. Yeah, like, it's not a... Um... It seems like it's kind of uh, the opposite, say, of, like, uh, Westwood. Yes, Where yeah. everybody wants to be seen. Yeah. Here, like, they don't give a fuck. Yes, no. Everything's quiet. Mm. No one's out. <laughs> it's, and then they're just there. It's a hard place to be homeless, though. And I, yes. You see the guy with the jacket over him? Yeah. That's yeah. hard. That's a hard life. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's not ideal for that. And there's definitely not as, that many provisions and things like that. But... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting. And it's always been, it's always kind of been a way, uh, I, like I was telling you about that movie Drugstore Cowboy, it's always yeah. been kind of a haven for wayward types, you know, mm-hmm. because of its kind of liberal outlook on things. Like, yeah. it's like, you can kind of get away with a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, people, although, you know what, I was surprised, mm-hmm. those tents that you yeah. see, like, Salt Lake City had way more tents, and mm-hmm. Denver had way more, and those are conservative cities, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And they had way more than I've seen over here. I was, I was surprised, like, I was, I was almost expecting to just see an inundated uh, sidewalk, but it, I, granted, we didn't go the entire city, but, yeah. but where you would expect to see it, it mm-hmm. wasn't, where you would expect to see it here, as uh, in relation to, where you saw it in Salt Lake City, yeah. it is not here. Yeah, that is very interesting. It, it was definitely a lot less yeah. than I would have expected. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I wonder why that is too, because... Well, it, the, we- well the weather. I mean, the weather, yeah, the weather, that's yeah, I'm the sure, a fact large that. effect. And I wonder what kind of shelters and things they do have in place for that kind of But thing. this is a bigger city mm-hmm. than Salt Lake City, though. Yes, one. yeah. So it's more spread out. Yeah. Salt Lake City is a little more condensed. Mm-hmm. It's really condensed. Yeah, Denver, Denver is kind of is it kind of is too. Mm-hmm. But but a, what I noticed when I was over there with the twins and, and Vanessa was um, like it was all it was all um, condensed into one part of the town. Mm-hmm. Like where I rented the car. I was telling mm-hmm. you that when I rented the, the app off, <laughs> based off the app Get Around, it's the yeah. Get Around app. And luckily, they parked the car right in the right in the right in the uh, ground zero of homeless homeless yeah. central. So I waded my way through uh, a lot of that. But um, when we dropped it off, mm-hmm. the three the four of us were literally wading our way through homeless tent cities. Yeah, this is Denver. I mean, Denver is it's conservative with a little bit of a liberal. It's got a little bit of a liberal sprinkling, but yeah. it's, but it's very conservative. So I was surprised like this. I thought, well, okay, so if this town is like this, mm-hmm. the, like the real big liberal. I mean, I haven't been to San Francisco in the inner city of San Francisco mm-hmm. recently. I've been to San Francisco, but just to like the airport for like yeah. tendering cargo and stuff. But I haven't been in the city to see the depths of it. You know, that's supposedly the horror story of, oh, yeah. of the West Coast. but. Um, and it may be, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but up here is like, this is like the northwest version of San Francisco. Yes, yeah. And I didn't, I don't see like the, I don't see like the, uh, the depths of uh, 
of that of the, or, or uh, that uh, uh, the, the, the same degree with which it's like yeah. it's been uh, concentrated into that specific region like they did in mm -hmm. Salt Lake City or Denver. Yeah. So I thought that was in. I, I don't know. I thought that was. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. As a matter of fact, the tents. Yeah. That I, the only tents that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Are really nice tents and they're spread. Yes, yeah. Quite spread out yeah. on the sidewalk. It's like they're not. Really I, I would have no condensed. issue going yeah. in there and seeing like <laughs> if they got, if I got invited over for like a, a lentil soup or something, I'd be like, I'll go in that tent. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, all right. But like the ones in the underpasses, like in Salt Lake mm -hmm. City, I would not go in there. No. No. Like as the twins and Vanessa and I just were dragging our yeah. our luggage across train tracks through these tent cities, I'm like, ah. Uh, well, this is interesting. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a weird juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. That is interesting. And then, I mean, like, because there are also areas with very different climates and things like that, as, as opposed to, you know, L.A., which is large and sprawling, is known for that homeless population. And then have also you seen that? Have you, have you seen oh, yeah, pretty well, intense? I went to a club on Halloween that was in Skid Row. So oh, that was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it also, at that point in time, was very unpopulated, which was interesting. Very what? Unpopulated. Skid Row was yeah. unpopulated? Yeah. It was at a certain point of it, so, you know, it wasn't, like, you know, the hot spots of it, but there, it wasn't, it wasn't condensed, and it wasn't bustling. It was less than I would have expected and less than other people that I was with expected too which have, you been, have you been to Venice Beach since you've been down there? not since I've been there no. I'd be curious to see what yeah. that, I heard that's pretty bad yeah because well, I know they've also been doing a lot of things to break down those encampments and stuff like that and in that yeah. area they yeah. take a lot of measures like that which yeah. is also interesting but yeah yeah I, I didn't I expected I think more of it here than there is yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, I, probably the climate plays a little mm -hmm. bit, a little. Well, I'll, although I say that, but Salt Lake City gets snow. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Denver gets snow. Yeah, so I would wonder what happens in that case. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a different uh, connection to that too, because you mm -hmm. see, like, the eccentric people. Are roaming the streets. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's easier for them to be more like uh, uh, malleable to mm -hmm. to uh, these situations and not and not hoard them into maybe one particular area either. It's like, yes, yeah. all right, you can put your tent there. I right, put your tent. That's a nice tent. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. that's a nice tent. Is that an REI tent? Yeah, that's really nice. Did that's not that even. A, that's yeah. not even a Walmart tent. That's a nice tent, man. <laughs> you make a lentil soup in there. I'll have some. I would love some. Thank you. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, I'm blown away. Like I could live up. if I. Jeez, oh, I might move up here. Yeah, I think this would this would be an interesting area to even live for a little bit. You know, because yeah. it is something you can have escape from. It's not. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that is interesting. I wonder what I wonder I wonder what the feeling is in the city the urban dwellers of Portland yeah. and their attitude towards California migrants oh I wonder yes. yeah like where are you from like because yeah like 
you think they're they're open-minded and flexible. <laughs> How open-minded and flexible are you? Well, because that's the thing, is that I think it's, and this is not from experience, but, you know, it's the open-minded flexibleness of preserving what they have here and how oh, weird it sure. is preserving how weird that is because it is interesting you know everywhere we've been today and all like the the portland memorabilia and stuff like that it's always oregon stuff portland stuff and then san francisco stuff so of all the things that they're you know and these are like individual people's small businesses and things like that where they're making you know like tea cloths of like portland and oregon in general and, things like, and then it'll be like san francisco so it's like you know there is that connection there and there's relation there maybe they they think of san francisco like a distant cousin but i wonder what the attitude is there mm. yeah good question yeah do san francisco did san franciscans go <laughs> get out of my state <laughs> Where are you from, Oregon? Get out of my Get out. <laughs> I don't know. You know. You don't even know how to pump gas. I, but yeah, I don't know. There's got to be an influx of people, and yeah. I, I'm just curious, like how what the reception is. Like, yeah. Not that I would advertise, like, <laughs> hey, like, well, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm from California. Yeah, didn't you know? Yeah. But this is like, um, like this is a, uh, yeah, it's like a more, it's a. Uh, smaller scale version of say like uh maybe not sacramento but maybe san francisco like san francisco to like tahoe mm -hmm. yeah you know that that's that's <laughs> that's about a three-hour trip yeah. but here you've got portland to mount hood yeah. you got an hour it's about an hour oh yeah that's very interesting so it's that kind is of, kind of that it's a, yeah it's, a, it's an abridged version of the same thing yeah so you've got uh, i don't know you got a and it's not, but it, it doesn't, and it doesn't seem overpopulated. Yes, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. It's quiet, and like it's manageable. And that's the other thing: is driving through the city didn't feel overwhelmingly. And even just watching people drive, it's not crazy. Like the traffic in the town is not as crazy yeah. as yeah other places. And like San Francisco, you have to commit to wanting to drive in San Francisco. And it's Sunday. Yeah. Every time I go to San, uh, I, go to, I usually go to Oakland mm -hmm. and or San Francisco on Sunday. Oh, interesting. In the last month, it seems like routinely I'll end up, even just Oakland. Yeah. And Oakland's not as bad, but um, when you leave Sacramento, there's a huge traffic jam at the 80 and West Sac yeah. to go. You're going uh, west, so you're going through, you're, go, you're basically going into Davis, through Davis, through Dixon, yeah. down to 80. And all that is bottlenecked. So everybody's returning from Tahoe uh -huh. or something, or they're going to the city that day for yeah. the afternoon. So there's a big there's a big bottleneck. But here you didn't, you don't. Yeah. It didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. And how far is Portland from Seattle? Uh, I'll bet it's probably about three hours. Okay. Yeah, that would make I would sense. guess. Yeah, because then there's also that. You know. Oh, what does it say? Hundred forty-five miles. Yeah, probably about two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Cause yeah, it is just kind of. And together. that's another town that's kind of like a, a real liberal, gentrified. Yeah. Which is not. Uh, that's the problem. Yes. Actually, that that's inter That's what is probably. Um, 
this this has been hit less by gentrification okay. that I see that yes. I saw. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I it's there's but a lot like, of you know relatively comparing those two. I mean, I think Seattle like, very yeah. gentrified. Yes, like those people it's all been priced out yeah. of rent, and they may have been here. I'm, I'm not in. I'm not. I don't have my ear. I don't yeah. have my ear to the ground. You know, <laughs> I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an insider, but um, but yeah, you like Seattle. You see, because Seattle has like Starbucks and Microsoft and yeah. all the tech industry here. I don't know what the I don't know what the big GDP is. That's actually a great question. I think it's like yeah. probably mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not even the psychedelic kind, just the yeah. kind that like grows just in your shoes because it's so damp here. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, it, uh, yeah I don't see it very gentrified. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't get. I, I haven't <laughs> read much about yeah. that happening. It also doesn't feel like they're as eager for growth and expanding onto the areas around it as other cities in comparison like Seattle and things like that but like yeah which is interesting well Seattle's more of a uh, I don't know Seattle's probably got a a little more cachet than yeah. Portland just because I don't know um, I don't know why I don't know why Seattle would yeah. be it seems like a, it's a bigger hub mm-hmm. than Portland yeah I think it has been for, for longer in that way and like Especially in terms of like business and tech and things like that. Probably the tech, yeah. yeah. The, the Microsoft. Oh well, Boeing. Boeing's yeah. up there as well. Yeah. Microsoft, Starbucks. They have a few more things like that. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I guess that that doesn't seem to be as big of the purpose of Portland. No. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What 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 goes on here? <laughs> what are they putting out? Great question. What are these guys putting out, man? <laughs> what y'all putting out? What's your purpose? Vibe putting out. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm gonna get a half glass more. We'll wrap up the podcast. When I go get my half glass, you gotta keep you gotta keep talking though. We can't have dead air. We can't have dead air on the podcast. So you. Oh, gotta, I don't know what to talk about. Talk about. Um, talk about the. Uh, talk about the. Uh, <laughs> See. Um, okay, here's something you can. The Greco-Roman Empire. The Greco-Roman was neither Greek nor Roman. So well, I think you said all this needed to be said. Yeah. Okay. Then talk about how. Then talk about. Uh, talk about Genghis Khan and why people uh, say Genghis instead of Genghis. <laughs> That's a back. lot more social experimenty. Yeah. Interesting. We're trying. Um, Let's see. Try and count, count to the highest number you know <laughs> in, in, whatever, in whatever foreign language you know, and I'll be back by the time you get to 10. Okay? Oh, God. No dead air. Oh, no. Dose. Let's see. Had eggs today here in the, in the hotel breakfast of the Embassy Suites in Portland. And it was interesting coming from having coming back recently from the fall quarter at UCLA. I'm very used to dining hall food and it felt very much like that. However, got to experience hotel scrambled eggs, which here were actually very passable. Unfortunately, while at UCLA dining, I have experienced mostly wet 
soggy eggs and a few good fried eggs, but uh, that seems to be all that's all that's been available there. <laughs> Keep talking. I talked about the the scrambled eggs situation at UCLA dining. Oh. Yeah. Wet eggs. That's a hot topic. Yeah. Everyone is looking for that take. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, good job. <laughs> no dead air. Yep. Now they know about UCLA eggs. <laughs> the secret's out. Yep. Uh, all right. I don't even know if I'll be able to finish this. <laughs> but, but after this, we'll go. Uh, we'll get a lift, and we'll go. What do you? What, where, where are we gonna go? Now we just have to impulsively decide. <laughs> So we're gonna go to the. We're impossible at that. We're gonna go to the brew pub, or um, are we gonna go to the brew pub, or are we gonna go to the Trattoria? I think Italian food sounds good, and it's close. And theoretically, if it's not raining, we could walk. Should we make a make a di- last ditch effort? Let's see. What's 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 going on outside? It says it's not raining right now. Oh. So in that case, I think that might be. Okay, well, I could shotgun this and just bounce. <laughs> we could do that. Okay. Yeah. But long story short, it, there's weird and then there's Portland weird. Yeah. And this is definitely they kicked it up a notch. This is this is Emerald Lagasse type. Yeah. Kicking it kicking it up a notch weird out here. And it's such a normal type of weird too. It's a different kind of weird, but it feels so. It's just in the air here. Yeah, that vintage, that weird vintage raincoat dress yeah. ensemble that I got for Audrey. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, I think that's why I pulled up that clip from Fight Club, which, oh, which is one of the books I bought. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to talk about the books I bought. So I bought, I finally, I finally decided I'd take the plunge and buy Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk, who's, who lives up here. He's a local author. And then I got uh, Crash by J.G. Ballard, which is, um, that's a hard-to-find book. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually it's a special order, and it's about autoeroticism, so I'm not <laughs> going to talk much about that. And then the book about William S. Burroughs, who was in the movie Drugstore Cowboy, which took place here in Portland. And then, um, oh, and then Trout Fishing in America mm-hmm. by Richard Brodigan, who killed himself in Bolinas. Interesting. Shot himself in Bolinas. Very interesting place yeah. to do that. He was a tripper. He was a he was a big. Uh, he was one of those counterculture types. His mm-hmm. his books are like uh, they're like uh, they don't make any sense. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> like the book uh, Trout Fishing in America. That's mm-hmm. the name of the character in the book. Mm. Yeah. It's not about trout fishing in America. That's the name of the character. That is very interesting. But he was very influential with uh, people like Tom Robbins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Robbins draws a lot. It's, it's very like uh, left to center type thinking, mm-hmm. like left brain type thought stuff. Like, yeah, uh, uh, really uh, very outside the box. Very like, you know, kind of like uh, bordering on like, you know, Buddhists and acid and shit like that. Like he's out there. Like he's, he's like that. But yeah, he killed himself. He was pretty young, too. I think he was only 49. Uh, wow. Uh, but he grew up like in a trailer park with like an alcoholic, with alcoholic parents and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, but he was a trip too. So but you never see that book Trout Fishing in America in a bookstore off the shelf like that. That I'm is like, very I, interesting. I better get that because I think it was a new copy too, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. So 
but uh, oh, but anyway, long story short, I, <laughs> I think what best I don't know that line from Fight Club about uh, Marla Singer saying that life is about <laughs> what, what was it? What was the line now? Um, uh, every day you could every day. Think about life as every day could be your last yes. day. The tragedy is it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that epitomizes like. I don't know the, yeah. weird, the weirdness of this town. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. And with that, and with that, I will conclude. I'm going to make this a shorter version than I usually, than I usually do. Hopefully, it was a good enough uh, audio. So we got all these people in here at happy hour yapping. Just kidding. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where I'm going to leave off, and uh, that's it. Bye. So long story short, I ate too much again. But we got our shopping done. It was a great trip. All in all, rounded up some more books. And uh, and that was it. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, okay. And, uh, and, and uh, 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 I'll talk to you later, okay? So, dun-dun-dun-dun, fuck off. <laughs>